911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about when you fail God's test and how I and two of my friends absolutely did, how this can apply to your own life and how we can all do better next time. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, then you know that I'm agnostic. So as it pertains to the level of religion, that means that I am completely open-minded, but anything definitive, I just don't know. And it seems as though the further and further that I travel down the realm of opening up my mind, my opinions, my questions, the more and more unknown becomes apparent to me. And I'm completely okay with that. So as it pertains to this conversation, I'll reference God. For me personally, I, I mostly feel that word when I say it. I'm, I'm essentially channeling something more of the universe than I am an individual entity. However, I encourage you to take this and apply it to you and your beliefs, whatever that might be. I had the opportunity to travel to Florida to visit some friends, and the entire time was a blast. I feel like we were laughing and my cheeks were sore, and I got to drive them around at one point. We were listening to music and singing, and we got to go to the zoo, and I I realized exactly why I don't live in Florida, and I wondered why people go there to retire and to die in the humidity and the heat. California weather is nothing in comparison to Florida weather like I thought it might be. I don't know how people survive with humidity levels that are that high, but apparently they do. I'm told that it's something that you get accustomed to. You adapt to that weather, but it's not something that I ever want to to anticipate having to do. And as we're going about our, our time together, as we're, we're doing our thing, we end up going to the market and we're getting ready to pick up some things for dinner. And as soon as we park the vehicle, we get out and it's one of those moments where the three of us are in the midst of a conversation or in the midst of a laugh and we're, we're sort of in our, our little bubble, the three of us. And as we're approaching the market, there's a transient on a bicycle who approaches us. And immediately I hear him ask for, for food. He asked my friend, if he could have some food. And he proceeds with saying, you know, I saw the badge on your hip and that's why I was able to trust you and that's why I felt comfortable coming up to ask you instead of anybody else. All three of us dismissed him completely. No man, like whatever the no was. And we walked into the store, we, we were walking around, having a good time, still joking, teasing each other, getting the food that we needed. We were getting ready to cook dinner. And then... It dawned on me, I had said actually before this, when we were walking into the store, like that guy's probably going to key your car now. That was my comment. And when we're coming out of the store, we're all looking around, like very, very vigilant, trying to see where this man went on his bicycle. And we can't find him. He completely disappeared. And in that very moment, when that man completely disappeared, I told my friends, we were just tested and we all completely failed. Because that man did not ask us for money. That man asked us for food. That man said that he felt comfortable coming up to us because he saw your badge. And all three of us were so caught up and so selfish within whatever it was that we thought was more important that not a single one of us could recall what that man was even wearing. I was with a retired police officer and a retired fire chief. 
And so to not be able to recollect what that man was wearing was a rarity. I'm an incredibly vigilant, hypervigilant individual. So for me to not be able to remember what he was wearing was incredibly uncommon. It was out of character for me. And in that moment, it made me feel like I I truly failed. I knew that we were tested just now and we all failed miserably. And so we, of course, we looked at the vehicle to see if it was keyed and luckily it wasn't. But I truly believe that there are lessons like this that are are downloaded from the universe, from God, whatever it is that, that you want to call it. And we are tested in the capacity that we we really need to be able to be open enough to first recognize when something like this is taking place in our lives. It would be very easy for that to have been completely dismissed, right? It would be very easy for me to have not said what I said or even kept it to myself, but I felt it important in that moment. I, I literally felt compelled to just blurt it out that we were just tested, you guys, and we failed. And my friends completely agreed with me in that moment. I had felt like that man was was an angel of sorts who had come to to test the, I don't know, maybe the dynamics of how things were between the three of us, how we would react, how each of us would respond individually. And all three of us failed completely. And throughout the rest of my time with them, I was looking for another test, admittedly. And I even made mention of that lightly. I was looking for a way to redeem myself. And it made me reflect on just how selfish that was of me. I failed test number one. So please, universe, God, give me test number two. Let me redeem myself. But had I just done what I needed to do in the first place, had I not been so self-righteous in the first place, then I wouldn't have felt the need or the burden of failing in the first place. And it was something that I think was a good wake-up call for me, in all honesty. I think that it was something that allowed me to have this introspection of the cynical nature that I carry with me, especially being married to a police officer, being married to a police officer who worked a detail for six years, working with nothing but transients. And it's important, I think, when these sorts of things come into our lives for us to be able to really sit on it and to be able to understand the way that we react, the way that we didn't react, and to think on the things that we might have done different. And I, I understand now that I didn't necessarily need a redemption in that moment. I didn't need, you know, God or universe, give me, give me something, give me a sign, test me again while I'm still here with my friends. That was actually my ego coming into play. And having a moment like that, I think that it really allowed me to understand what I need to work on as an individual and to not be so self-centered in a moment like that and to not have any kind of whether it's it's a conscious or a subconscious comparison, there was certainly a comparison in that moment of, you know, and, and I genuinely don't feel like, okay, well, you are living on the streets and I'm not. That's not the comparison. For me in that moment, I felt like my time was so much more valuable than anybody that would be coming to intrude my my little bubble with my two friends. It was our time together. It was our moment together. And I didn't think at that time that anything was more important than that. And that's why I was so dismissive. And I couldn't have been more wrong because had I been more open in that moment, then I believe that the three of us would have been able to further explore and to navigate our friendship in a realm that, you know, that was a first for us, right? It was our first time hanging out. That was our first time being approached by a transient. And, you know, we we might have reflected and been able to learn a little bit more about each other had we just paused for a second and not been so 
caught up in the moment and on full speed in the way that we were. And that's truly the way that it was the entire time we were together. It was full speed the entire time. We were in the vehicle so much because we were going and we, and we were seeing new things and we were talking the whole time and we were just trying to do all the things that we could do in the short amount of time that we had together. But it it didn't mean that there wasn't room for something more, especially if we were given the opportunity to, to maybe help somebody, especially when somebody was asking us for food. So I know as you go about your day or as you carry on with your life or even reflect back to things in the past, that there either have been things or there will be things that come up for you that might have been a challenge, might have been a test from God or the universe. And there was, there's certainly going to be additional ones in my future. I know for you, there will certainly be more that are upcoming. And I think it's important that instead of us speaking so quickly, for us to be able to just pause for a second and to acknowledge what it is that is happening or taking place in that moment and to even even take the oodle loop into consideration when it comes to something as simple as this because when when we live in this fast place fast paced society it is very easy to get caught up in in just ourselves and to get caught up in the moment like that but it's not always what's most important and i hope you've gotten some value out of this episode I hope that you're able to carry on this message and to use it for yourself and to maybe sit with your thoughts a little bit, maybe press pause and to just sit in silence for 10 minutes to allow yourself the freedom of your own mind. And I hope you are already having an incredible day. If you've gotten any value out of this episode, please do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. I know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.